0: Happy Tuesday. Tuesday morning for you. Coming up on today's show.
1: Tuesday.
0: Sorry. Tuesday. <laughs> Coming up on today's show. There is no real war on Christmas. What? <laughs> Sorry, I just needed to pause for emphasis there.
1: I think you're fibbing.
0: <laughs> Ways to handle uh, blue Christmas. Ooh. And a holiday pothole. But first, it's December 18th. We got a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo?
1: We do, and I got to tell you, Matt, I'm kind of looking forward to today's show because those are all kind of—I mean, usually there's at least one topic that I'm like, "eh." That whatever. seems weird.
0: Whatever. But they all
1: are like, "Okay."
0: I need to know more about these.
1: You've piqued my interest. <laughs> today's holidays are number one: Bake Cookies Day.
0: My wife will be baking cookies tonight.
1: Oh, she is in...
0: It's cookie week.
1: The slew They're of... not doing
0: the whole thing, though, this year. No? This is the first year that they haven't... They're not doing... Normally, my, my wife, my sister-in-law, and my mother-in-law spend several days, usually the whole day, baking, like, 15 different cookies. They make fudge. They make bonbons and whatever. All kinds of junk. Popcorn balls and whatnot. And then they build these giant uh boxes full of all that stuff Mm -hmm. and deliver them to a bunch of different friends and family throughout the town this year the vassars are leaving town at the end of the week uh so they've been preparing for that so we're doing a bunch of stuff early uh my wife doesn't have any more vacation days so she can't take off during the day so she can only work at night and so they've all just come... Oh, and Joanna's been finishing school.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: they've all just come to the conclusion this year they're taking it light. So uh, last, Yeah, so last week they had uh, done some trial runs on what they're making. Instead of making a popcorn ball, which is actually essentially they make a popcorn bunt, like a mini bunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're making a popcorn bowl. It's a relatively large popcorn bowl. And then in that bowl, they're going to have like three or four different cookies. Huh. A couple of each in the bowl. And so they'll deliver these little bowls to people, to families.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: So they're only making about four cookies. Yeah. Four kinds of cookie. And they're going to mold those bowls.
1: But, but yeah. see, the hard part comes into like which cookies they make. Right. Because, so the from... Your standpoint, and not even your standpoint, because I know that that you get it. But from most people's standpoint who know what the Vassars do, um, it's like, yeah, they spend a whole week baking cookies. Okay, but there's so much more to it. Right. Because I tried to help one year. They invited me, and...
0: You made it a day, right? I made
1: it a... Well, okay, so I made it a a baking day. Right. That was... And then I was like, y'all are nuts. (laughs) Um, But up... Until that week, they start around Thanksgiving figuring out what cookies they're going to do, finding the recipes, supplies, buying, buying yep. all the supplies, doing trial runs, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out what days they're going to bake what things on. And I mean, it's a big to do, yeah. it is like for a good three weeks, it's the whole planning process, and then that week is the baking process, yeah. so it. Yeah, I mean, I made it through the planning process with them, figuring out who, you know, what cookies were going to be done, who all was getting cookies, what days we were going to bake the cookies on.
0: (coughs) Yeah, the one day, and then you just like disappeared. Sort of. (laughs) They were like, is Mo coming tonight? I don't know.
1: But see, nobody <laughs> texted. Nobody was like, hey. Well, they're uh, working. They're not going to text. Are you okay? They got did flour you, all over their Did hands. you die? That's true.
0: <laughs> like, we That's scared true. her away. She's not coming back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't even call Deidre on the times when they're baking. She ain't going to answer. Yeah. If I need something, I have to go to the house.
1: <laughs> see, at that point, though, I think. Uh, I don't even know if Eli was born that no, year I that no, I tried yeah, to help. I don't think so. And so, and Joanna's kids are homeschooled. So, there wasn't a whole lot... My kids were homeschooled at the time. At the time, yeah. Never mind. I think that my kids were doing extracurricular things. Mm. Playing sports and yeah. things like that. So, they had practices. And they right. had this. And they had that. and. Uh, but anyway. Whatever
0: excuses you want to make is fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cookies I think they're making this year. At least the ones that I recommended they make. Okay. Uh... Are those Caramel Gingerbread Men. Okay. Which they usually fashion into which reindeers. Which amazing. Yeah. Uh, eggnog Stars, which I hate. Oh,
1: they're my favorite. I
0: hate them, but they are a lot of people's favorites. They are my favorite. Uh, the Pumpkin Spice Drizzle Cookie, White Chocolate Pumpkin Spice, which is my favorite one. You don't like that one?
1: No, That's pumpkin spice is a Thanksgiving thing. It is not Christmas. We have moved on to cinnamon. You have so
0: many problems. Whatever. <laughs> and then the fourth one is the the Vassar traditional cookie, which is something that they always make every year, even long before they started doing this, which is their kipfuls. Yes. Which is like that little love pecan those. shortbread thing dusted with white uh, or powdered sugar. Yeah, really good stuff.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't what know. What are you
0: thinking of?
1: Hey. Bless Ugh. you. Goodness
0: gracious. The
1: ones that are, these are Greg's favorite. The ones that are hard, they're no, just those small. No, are, those
0: aren't Kipfels. Those are, uh, what are they called? It almost sounds like a nut. I don't remember what of those, so.
1: Oh, but. Peppernusen. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I think they call them pepper nuts. That's yeah. That's what they yeah, call them over there. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's a German thing. <coughs> it's yeah. actually Peppernusen. Right. What? But the
0: Kipfels are German things, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, the Kipfels are the traditional Vassar cookie that they okay. make all the time. Yeah,
1: they should make peppernusen.
0: I don't like those; It tastes like licorice to me.
1: Okay, but you have to you have to eat those with like apple cider or coffee or something because they are so hard. Yeah, you have to and you be like dipping soak them. them. In yep. Oh, and they're so good. It
0: might be better that way.
1: They're they are my favorite. Gross.
0: You're so nasty. Hey, we've only gotten through one holiday. Sorry. Okay. It's
1: a good thing we only have two more. Today's also National Ham Salad Day. What the crud is ham salad? (sighs) I don't think think I want to know what ham salad is. It does not sound good at all.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking like
1: egg salad or tuna salad, but with ham?
0: I think so. Uh, that or just a normal salad with ham as a topping instead of like bacon. Or oh, whatever.
1: well that's like a cob salad.
0: Yeah, maybe, but that's gross too. Then you have a chef salad, which is just leftover meat from other things. From that they the deli, yeah, yeah that they salad. just
1: throw in there. All right, I'm good with that day. Uh, we also have, Ew. Ew, ew, ew. ew. National wear a plunger on your head day. Please, do people, wh- do not get the plunger from your bathroom. Right. Buy Go a buy one. a new one a and put new, it on your head. Plunger. Wait, um, why are we doing this? I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> I'm boy. not doing it. Larry are you doing it? boy
0: wears two plungers on his head.
1: It, it's to protect our brains from the aliens.
0: <laughs>
1: from the Russians. <laughs>
0: I thought it was just like so you could have a handle to drag your spouse around or whatever.
1: That's mean. (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) See, Deidre just.
0: (laughs) Come on. We've got places to be.
1: (laughs) That's how you drag them out of the stores this time of the year when they want to buy just one more thing. Just one more gift.
0: We are out of money. I, Uh. I, I do that to Chris a
1: lot. Hey, we need to go get a gift for so and so. Okay, let let's go. You know, saying one person, yeah. and then we get there, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about this person.
0: <laughs> well, I forgot I have a whole secondary list of people <laughs> that we forgot about the first time around. That's a
1: hundred times more than the first list I told you.
0: <laughs> uh, it's time for quote unquote. I think you start us off. Don't
1: you? Oh, the kidoki Matt Brown. <clears throat> <laughs> says christmas is our reminder that jesus left his home in heaven to make a home in our heart
0: oh uh, nancy demas wogglemouth how do you pronounce that again wogglemuth Wogglemuth wogglemouth uh says joy and blessing are the byproduct of believing that what god has said will be fulfilled
1: jackie hill perry says god doesn't love us because of what we do if he did he wouldn't.
0: God loves us because
1: that's who he is and that's what he does.
0: Mark Hall says, as Christ followers, we are at our best when we know our place. We are not the point. We are here to point to the point.
1: And finally, Greg Laurie says that when God looks at you, he sees a work in progress. But he doesn't just see you for what you are in the moment. He sees you for what you can become. Whoop, whoop. Good stuff. Super good. All right, let's
0: play a little game of onion not onion, shall we? We
1: shall.
0: I have got two headlines uh, and the hiccups. Oh man. I've got two headlines. One is real. One is the onion. Mo is gonna guess which one is real. You can play along at home. All right. Which what one is of these- real? What is real? Which one of these headlines is real? Okay. Man accused of making bomb threat at restaurants says he was just referring to a bowel movement. Oh my! Or. Red Cross issues reminder they can't accept donations from people cupping loose blood in their hands. Ew.
1: (laughs) Ew.
0: Which one is real? I'm going
1: with the (laughs) bowel movement bomb threat.
0: A man was taken into custody for making an alleged threat at a Willie's Chicken Shack in New Orleans. But he claims it was all a case of miscommunication. Arthur Posey, 30, was arrested on Tuesday night after he allegedly threatened to blow up the chicken chain restaurant, known for its large frozen daiquiris and honey butter biscuits. He got into a heated exchange with an employee of the fast food chain, during which the manager took his threats of blowing the place up as credible and alerted the authorities, according to New Orleans news station WGNO. Posey claims when he said he was going to blow the bathroom up, he was talking about a bowel movement. Now, the man faces two charges of communicating false information of planned arson. He is currently in custody in the Orleans Justice Center. <laughs> the Times' uh, Picayuni reported that Posey entered the restaurant at 7 p.m. and asked an employee what time y'all would be closing. They, <laughs> When she said that she didn't know, Posey allegedly told the employee, y'all about to close right now because I'm going to get a bomb to blow this place up. What time are y'all closing? I don't know. Y'all about to close right now because <laughs> I'm blowing this place up. <laughs> you could see how that could be a little miscommunication.
1: I can also see <coughs> how that would be something in like conversation, like what, like my stomach is rumbling. I have got to find a bathroom quick. I want to make sure I'm gonna have enough time to sit on the commode and let it all out what time y'all closing? All right, you about to close now because I'm gonna blow this place up Yo.
0: But the way this sounds like is that he's just walked off in off the street. yeah when y'all closing you're about to close right now so I'm gonna blow this bathroom. <laughs> Oh, this is so funny. All I, right, so there are Artie. there are conflicting reports between what he says he said and what the police report where another employee recounted the story said. Uh, he said that Posey said that he was going to get a bomb and put it under the middle table of the restaurant closest to the front door. <coughs> which that, I which find sounds it like really just a... Miss, it sounds like a misunderstanding of what he was saying and the guy... In, was trying to explain what he thought he meant instead of what he said. I find that
1: so hard yeah. to believe. Yeah. I, somebody's not going to walk in and be like, hey, listen, I'm going <laughs> to blow the place up and this is how I'm going to do it. Okay? You ready? You listening? I'm going to get a bomb. <laughs> I'm going to put it under the table. Right, here, right this, by the this door. Specific this specific table, right here. Not that one. This one. Okay? You got it? You good? That is, seriously. People
0: in the kitchen are going to be all right because it's going to be near the front door. Yeah. It's just going to mess up the front.
1: I've always close. <laughs> wavered on the understanding of if there's a lot more information than necessary... <laughs> It's typically not true.
0: Right, <laughs> He said he was going to come here at exactly 5.59 on a Tuesday, put a bomb that he made in his own basement using parts resource from Lowe's and Home Depot, and put,
1: <laughs> put table, it under this, this table. Put it under this table.
0: Right under the left leg of the table. Maybe the right leg, but the left leg was what he was pointing at <laughs> as he lifted the table to show me exactly where he was going to place it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even with he my He said he own was going to set the
0: timer to 60 seconds, that he was going to give everybody a chance to get out through the back door. Not the main back door, but the side back door that leads to the alleyway where we would be safe.
1: Yep. <laughs> Truly.
0: He had this all planned out.
1: And he let us know every detail. Seriously? <laughs> and I'm really perturbed that he's facing charges. Like, <laughs> did he have anything on him? Oh. Uh... I feel like this is what's wrong with our justice system. Like
0: this is this is the thing that's wrong with our justice
1: um, system. It, what it boils down to, <laughs> like, you know what? I'm taking this person's word against your word, even though we haven't found substantial evidence and you're being charged. Oh, Deal with man. it. I <coughs> poor Artie. Now I'll come back and eat my words if Artie ever happens to, and his name is Arthur, I know, if he ever happens to actually <laughs> blow something up, but, and not with his butt.
0: <laughs> oh man, it is Amy Music Tuesday. We're going to be playing some more independent Christian hits this morning. Uh, just a little bit more sprinkled in with the mix. When we come back, Handling a Blue Christmas. Stick around. Welcome back, Tuesday morning. Matt and Mo here in the studio with you, and uh, we've got five random facts coming your way, don't we? We do. Just kick it off. Let's just dive right in.
1: Let's go right for some it. Learns. Number one. Well, you're gonna some stop learns. talking so I can say something. Gotta
0: get some knowledge, knowledge up in here.
1: Could knowledge.
0: You gonna read these facts or what?
1: I'm mm. waiting for you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number That's one. Pretty rude. <laughs>
0: You knew it was happening. You had to expect it. <laughs> you know me by now.
1: If you don't know me by now. <laughs> All right, number one. The man behind the modern frisbee's success, Edward Hedrick, was cremated. Then he had his ashes molded into a memorial frisbee and sold. Um,
0: multiple memorial frisbees.
1: oh frisbees yeah basically
0: they sprinkled his ashes in the mix of the plastic that makes the
1: is there any way of knowing if you got one of these
0: i don't know i don't know if they like did a special frisbees paint uh jobby on it or not i don't
1: know i don't want one i really don't Uh, Number two, a study suggests that horses can read human emotions by reading their facial expressions. See why I don't like horses? See?
0: They know too much. (laughs) I don't need a horse knowing if I'm sad or uh, ambivalent or gassy.
1: (laughs) Mind their own emotional business and stay out of mine. Okay? Uh Number three, each block in the Great Pyramid of Giza weighs about two point five tons on average. And the pyramid itself is estimated to weigh six point five million tons. Gracious sakes. That's that's too big of a number for me to comprehend.
0: But see still so that that's that's what makes it so amazing. They built those things back then.
1: By hand. Yeah. They didn't have the... Well, they had some machines. Like, you watch uh, The Prince of Egypt. Yeah. You know, and...
0: But, I mean, they weren't, like, mechanical machines right. that could do a lot of the work for you. They
1: were just... True. They like were... Like pulleys and... Yeah.
0: Pulleys and uh, rolling logs to kind of push uphill. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Huh. <coughs> uh, number four, despite their looks, falcons are more closely related to parrots than they are to hawks or eagles.
0: Isn't that weird? Yeah. I find that
1: weird. I kind of thought all birds were related. So I find All birds look like birds. That's what I'm saying. I find the fact to be, bird. bird they're they're not all closely related. (laughs) Okay, they probably think the same thing about
0: humans.
1: (laughs) Um, And lastly, Al Pacino was offered the role of Han Solo, but turned it down because he didn't understand the script. He also turned down lead roles in Die Hard, Pretty Woman, Beverly Hills Cop, and Apocalypse Now.
0: Missed out on a lot of classic films.
1: Wondering if Al Pacino is intelligent at all.
0: <laughs> you talk. I can't. I can't go and see the whole thing. <laughs> this is Al Pacino, my friend. This is Scarface, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say hello to my you little mean, friend.
1: You talking to me? Yep. <laughs> hmm I don't think he's very smart. <coughs> I'm just Say
0: hello saying. to my left friend.
1: He uh he didn't understand Han Solo.
0: <laughs> come on. Looking at that script the first time, I had to have been weird. First time you saw Star Wars, this was before science fiction was a super popular genre for movies. And
1: Nobody understands murder. Kill somebody? Murder. Cool. Got it.
0: Yeah. Murder and cocaine.
1: Mob life. Totes. (laughs)
0: Mounds of cocaine. Yep. Uh,
1: (laughs) Uh, Trigger warnings for anyone listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we all know Scarface is not a role model. No, not at all.
1: (laughs) Not at all.
0: Oh, man.
1: All right, Matthew. I'm reloaded.
0: uh Casting Crown's Juan DeVevo, funny man as he is, has a new nickname for Sundays. He posted last Sunday, Happy Chick-fil-A Cravings Day. <laughs> that's a good and one. It's absolutely true. I, more than any other day of the week, yep. crave Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Totes. And unfortunately, that's usually the day I wind up going to Lubbock. And that's where they have the closest Chick-fil-A. They're always closed. Yeah. It's sad. Mm -hmm. It's a sad day.
1: But good for them for being closed on the Lord's Day.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, (laughs) they could do what we do at churches and just, you know, if you work on Sunday, figure out another day of the week to be your Sabbath. And that that would become the day that
1: we're craving (laughs) Chick-fil-A. So I wonder if like Seventh Day Adventists take issue with the fact that they're closed on sunday and not on saturday
0: i mean i'm sure there are some that do but i'm also sure that who cares what seventh day adventists think hey (laughs) Hey. (laughs) sorry take six (laughs) did you get that reference
1: matt i think that we have a top list (laughs) on this tuesday
0: uh I don't know if this is actually a top list or not, now that I think about it.
1: Oh, well, you have it listed as a top list. (coughs)
0: Um, Labeled as a top list. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It's a list. It's a list. Maybe not a top list, but a list. Um, So, we're talking about how to handle holiday traditions after having a loss in the family, Mm. uh, which is something that, um, especially around the holiday season, which is something that Mo's aware of, how that feels, and... And uh, as my dad is currently in the hospital and doesn't look great, uh, something that I might be aware of in the near future as well, Mm -hmm. uh, which I'm not looking forward to uh, dealing the emotions with around the holidays. Uh, uh, Start crying right here now! Please don't cry. (laughs) Uh, Please. No, sorry. (laughs) Many grieving people find it helpful to start one or two new traditions, uh, especially those done in honor of the person who's not there. Uh, So we have a list here from lightworkers.com that are a list of new traditions you can have over people in grief uh, that that they've incorporated uh, in their family life and perhaps an idea will interest you. So let's see. We'll go through these and kind of talk about what we think about them. (laughs) <laughs> first one is before opening presents have each person share a special Christmas memory uh, I would say initially this would be with the person that they've lost in you know in the recent years of it happening mm-hmm. but then that could just become a tradition of just sharing any kind of Christmas memory yeah yeah I think that's nice It kind of gives it a Thanksgiving feel yeah I
1: think. Depending on how close mm-hmm. the loss is mm-hmm. to Christmas, it could almost set up the entire feel for Christmas morning of depression. You think so? I kind of do.
0: You don't think that the actual sharing, though, of the special memories would make people happier?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I can't be certain that it would. Hmm. I I just think it would make a whole lot of sadness. Hmm. It would be that mix, like that teeter-totter, you know, sitting hmm. on the fence between, yeah, okay, I'm happy, but at the same time. Happy
0: to have that memory, sad that they're not here. Yeah. I got you.
1: Just going back and forth. Do you know what I mean?
0: Hmm. Okay. All right, well, let's try this, some of these other ones then. Okay. Uh, give gifts to a cause that meant a lot to your loved one. Mm-hmm. Uh, carry, carry the torch for, for that kind of thing. Um, dang it. I had a story just right on the tip of my tongue and now I've lost it. started thinking about other things.
1: (laughs) Well, so I lost my grandfather nine years ago, um, on the 14th of December. Mm. And he, to me was like the embodiment of Santa Claus, Mm. um, incredibly generous incredibly loving and every year that i can remember he would dress up as santa and he had a really good friend who would dress up as his elf and they had throughout their town figured out you know by word of mouth or whatever a few families that were in need and they would go visit those families and take gifts to the kids yeah so, and then our house was always the last house that he would stop by. And of course, by the end of it, I kind of started to realize, oh, this is my grandfather, but this is really cool, you know? And that kind of became his Christmas legacy for me. You know, yeah. there's so much more to his life that's a legacy. But when I think about him specifically at Christmas time, I think about that. So, since then, our kids have always either done Angel Tree. Because um, that's the best way for us as a family to kind of pick up that tradition, yeah, if yeah. you will, carry on that tradition. So we've either done angel tree, or um, there's a organization that provides stockings to children of inca- incarcerated parents, um, or something of that that effect. Yeah. where we've adopted, if Isn't you that will, also what I mean a child. But it's a stocking, not a gift. A so it, yeah, okay, but so it's, still it's slightly the same, different. Still the same
0: idea. premise. Yeah, yeah still okay. the same. Uh,
1: but also angel tree, like w- on a lot of military bases at their BX, they will have an angel tree. Oh, they'll do that for and, military folks. Uh huh, military people who are in just a tough spot that year, and so That's like cool. while we were in Italy, it was always you know obviously one of those families because yeah. we had nowhere else to get it from. That's cool, but yeah.
0: Alrighty, Uh Janine says, I prayed and asked the Lord to help me find a gift for everyone in the family to remember my husband. Mm. So that, that year, specifically buying gifts that remind them of the legacy of the lost loved one. Yeah. That'd be nice. That mm-hmm. would kind of be sad too, but I think that would be special. Yeah. You know?
1: I think depending on what the gift is. <sighs> I really still, and I've all, I've wanted to do this since Chris's mom has passed, but I want to get a keychain, almost like a dog tag size, yeah. you know. And with my vinyl cutting machine, I have the ability to take her handwriting and pretty much copy and paste it and then wow. vinyl it onto that keychain. So I, we have, cool. still have cards from her that yeah. she sent Chris on his birthday or the kids or whatever. So I just thought that it'd be really cool to have her handwriting on a...
0: Yeah, that's a really neat idea.
1: But I also have been, like, feeling out my husband with, okay, is this a, a healthy time to give this to him? <laughs> right. Or would it just not be good right now? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's really neat, though. Yeah. That's a cool idea. Um, Yeah. I think it would depend on the person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm thinking about our pastor uh, here at Highland, who just, his whole his whole non-religious life, is surrounded in fart jokes. He's very fart joke oriented. He loves potty humor yeah. for some reason, to an unhealthy degree. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how could you give a gift based on his life that isn't fart related?
1: A poop emoji. <laughs> and it but...
0: be a, and it be a real like reminder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or just give everybody a roll of toilet paper. In loving memory of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> Shout out to Pastor funderberg
1: What?
0: <laughs> Called him out right here.
1: Pastor Funterberg. <laughs> <Fartenberg. That's... laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, Sheila says, "My children and I light a candle for my husband through the whole month of December every night at dinner. I've made it. A, I've made a candle for them with a picture." Uh, Of them and their father wrapped around the candle. So I guess it would be a big candle that need to be.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like the uh, the Catholic candles that come in the glass thing, and it has the. Do you know what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those and those are often used as yeah memorial memorial things, things. but usually lit in the church. Yeah. But (laughs) I
1: think that that's a cool idea if if it were to be someone who lived in my home. You know, mm-hmm. to to do that.
0: Yeah, it'd be weird if it wasn't somebody that lived with you.
1: Yeah, but then I'd also be wondering, like, internally, I'd have this battle of why am I only lighting it for the month of December, if they didn't pass in the month of December. Right. You know?
0: But why? I think that's kind of what we're going for. Either people, either families that passed, uh, a family member that passed in, goodness, these hiccups keep hitting me, in the month of December or the year of that Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I would think I mean, even to answer that question, I would think it's just because we think of Christmas as the big family album. Yeah. 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 <coughs> That's, That's where true. we would tend to miss family the most, I would think. Yeah. Um, uh, make and deliver cards or cookies to shut ins or give them an encouraging phone call.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Uh create a collage or holiday scrapbook with memories of your loved one that you can look at throughout the year each year. Again, look it would each just year. make me cry. consider spending the holiday with someone who is alone someone who's experienced loss themselves someone without family nearby a person in a nursing home uh you could invite international students from a local university to come out for the day for a meal or something a lot of cool ideas there yeah uh yeah especially the international student one Mm -hmm. just because that's usually like often their first time away from home yeah you know Yeah, And they usually can't afford to get back home being from a different country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Purchase or make an ornament in memory of your loved one to Mm -hmm. hang on the tree.
1: We've done that. Chris's mom, her thing was butterflies. Mm. So we have a butterfly that goes on our memory tree. That's cool. It is Chris's job to put that ornament on. And all of our kids know. They pull it out and they all kind of look at it and they all have a moment of, hey, we know what this is for. We know what this mm-hmm. is symbolic of. Here, Dad, here's, <laughs> here's the butterfly. That's cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: volunteer to help serve a meal at a shelter, nursing home, Salvation Army, fire, rescue station, or church. Find available opportunities in your community. <clears throat> I know this is common. That's a common thing for anybody, not just families that have experienced loss. But I do remember reading a few years ago that they get overwhelmed With volunteers, yeah, to the point they have to turn people away.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: At these kind of at the holiday events, yeah, they encourage you to do it. Other times throughout the year, when they when they really are scarce, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, And then Sheila also had this idea. What we decided to do is to make a dad tree, and we Mm -hmm. decorate it with all sorts of ornaments that relate to uh, the university he went to, his favorite football team, and things that he enjoyed doing, like fishing.
1: I love that idea. Yeah, that's
0: really cool uh Devoting being a person a who tree has mm-hmm.
1: multiple trees in her home yep yeah that's neat. man that's a good idea <laughs> that that is my favorite right, so one so you can so take far. that one away <laughs> but again i feel like it would only need to be if it was someone who was living in my home right otherwise like i should have a tree for this person and i should have a tree for that person and i should have a tree you know what i mean
0: you could have a tree just for everybody that you've lost
1: Yeah, I mean, we have our memory tree that all of our ornaments from vacations and the annual kids ornaments and everything, they go on. And that's where the butterfly goes. Mm -hmm. And we have a little ornament that says, um, because a piece of our heart is in heaven or a piece of our home is in heaven, a piece of heaven is in our home or something like that. (laughs) Um,
0: <laughs> or some garbage like that. It was
1: kind of says. cheesy, but I saw it in the middle of Hobby Lobby and cried. So I was yep. like, okay, great.
0: Well, I cried. I have to buy it now. That's one of the rules <laughs> at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> you cry it, you buy it. Yep. Welcome to Hobby Lobby.
1: That's how they get you every time. So. <laughs> but I like the idea of having a full tree. Yeah. If Chris is to die before me, <laughs> I'm going to have a tree for him.
0: Chris and so I know you're cool. not listening. I know, but Mo is so excited about this idea. She's I mean, all right if you want to die soon.
1: I know. I don't know how I feel about the fact that I'm so excited about the idea of a I memorial can't tree. Wait
0: until Chris kicks the bucket, so I can buy a memorial tree.
1: Because there's so many things that I could decorate it with.
0: <laughs> we'll do a trial run for like his birthday Let's make a birthday tree with all of his favorite things on it. Okay. And then put and all those go. ornaments in a box and just save and just them. Just keep them until he kicks. And the what bucket. I need to
1: do is just keep saving, like <laughs> keep buying them throughout the years, so that when the time comes, and What's it's this? really hard for me to buy those ornaments because it's fresh and it's new. I'll already have the the box of ornaments. Either that, or I'm gonna die first, and he's gonna be going through Christmas decorations one year and be like, "What is this box marked Chris's tree?"
0: What does it say in m- in memory of Chris? Oaks. <laughs>
1: I knew she was always trying (laughs) to kill me.
0: (laughs) She was going to kill me (laughs) with a box of ornaments.
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That was a really good list. I'm impressed
0: with that list. All right. It is Indie Music Tuesday. We're playing a little bit more independent Christian hits mixed in this morning. Uh, When we come back, still with this War of Christmas stuff. Still. Stick around. R space or MySpace?
1: Ah, uh, MySpace is not a thing anymore.
0: It sure is. It's just not what it used to be.
1: I don't think that you can have a MySpace account anymore. Uh,
0: I'm gonna look it up right now.
1: I I'm wonder if they meeting. have an app.
0: MySpace, y'all, all here. Discover, feature music. You can sign in and sign up. So I'm assuming. But I like uh, bring back MySpace. No, I think it's about music now. Pretty sure Justin Timberlake came and helped them make it about music.
1: And Look, you can't even get clips. an app for it, it's not even in the app store.
0: Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's <laughs> time for the news. <laughs> Good Samaritan gives away his frequent flyer miles so strangers can fly home for the holidays. One frequent flyer is playing Santa this Christmas. And he's giving his frequent, giving his gifting.
1: Okay, there you go. Gifting
0: his frequent flyer miles to travelers in need. Peter Shankman, a businessman, educational speaker, and podcaster, travels a lot for for his work. Uh, Through all of his travel, he's accumulated nearly 300,000 frequent flyer miles. And instead of hoarding them for himself, he's spreading the love this holiday season. He posted, if you can't afford to go home for the holidays, I'd like to use my miles to get you home. In order to be considered, uh, interested candidates had to create their own imager posts explaining why they should be sent home. Between November 21st and November 26th, Shankman asked other imager users to vote on their favorite posts uh, to decide who the most worthy candidates were. Now, this guy—I don't well—I don't know if it's the same guy, but every year somebody on Imager has done this for the last several years. I used to be very active in the imager community. Mm-hmm. And there's always something like this happening. Really? And it's always really cool.
1: Apparently, I need to be on imagery.
0: <clears throat> well, it's they redid their site this last year to where it looks more like Pinterest with the whole multiple rows of scrolling things. Mm-hmm. And I hate that design. Yeah. And so now I just don't even go anymore. But the community itself is still really cool. Yeah. So it's cool that they're doing that. Uh, and then (laughs) a Christmas pothole (laughs) residents of a Pennsylvania neighborhood called attention to a large pothole in their street by filling it with a Christmas tree. Marietta Spack said she was going through the Christmas decorations in the attic of her, uh, Wilkes bar home when she found a faux fur that seemed like the perfect fit for her neighborhood's problematic pothole. Speck said she wanted to help drivers avoid the hole, which she said has been getting worse in the recent days. Photos of the festive pothole with the half-buried tree went viral on social media. And the city of, or the department, the city department of public works said it is scheduled to be fixed this week.
1: I wonder (coughs) if it would have been fixed as quickly had she not put the Christmas tree in it.
0: Right, yeah, definitely not.
1: They'd just be like, eh, it's just another Bottles bottle. of bottles,
0: You live with it until we say so.
1: Right? <laughs> well, dang. Now
0: there's a Christmas tree in it. Ugh. Well, oh, now it's viral <laughs> that we're doing a poor job right? handling these big potholes. If a tree can be half buried in a pothole, maybe we should fill it up with something. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, a little bit more annoying news. I
1: don't really want to talk about this. <laughs>
0: From a guy... That I typically respect and find all right, but he does tend to get a little bit too political for me.
1: Okay.
0: And a little too, I guess it's the opposite of-
1: Controversial?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like social justice warriors, which is the liberal side. Yeah. So he's a little little too much on the opposing side of that. So (laughs) Franklin Graham- Uh, Said, uh, tells Starnes County that secularists are on a mission this Christmas season to destroy the name of Jesus Christ. Graham, president of Samaritan's Purse and the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, is one of the nation's most prominent evangelical Christian leaders. The secularists want to do everything they can to take Christ out of everything in this country, even his birthday, he said uh, on Starnes Country. Uh, the secularists want to destroy not only the name of Christ, but take him out of our society completely. Graham said that he is encouraged that people of faith across the nation are standing up fighting back against the attempts to take Christ out of Christmas. <coughs> so, yes, let me set the microphone. Yes, there are lots of people out there who dislike Christianity, dislike the thought in the name of Jesus and want to secularize the holiday. I get it, but doesn't amount to a war on Christmas. No, because they're not going to be able to fully take Christ out of Christmas because Christ is in in heaven. (laughs) He can do what he wants. He can be around Christmas because, you know what? It's his birthday. Nobody can say, Jesus, stop existing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no way we can remove Christ from Christmas because Christ is a, is a, an established being.
1: <laughs> so I got to tell you, <coughs> when I go to Starbucks and I get my, my holiday cup that has no nativity scene, or no North Star, um, or no manger with a baby in it, Um, or I go into a store and they're playing secular Christmas music, or I ask my Alexa to play Christian Christmas music because, like, is there even anything else? Duh. Like, Alexa, please play Christian Christmas music.
0: Rudolph the Red Nose. Right.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) No, that's not what I meant.
1: When I see Santa Claus taking precedence over Jesus, I get infuriated. Like to the point to where I am going to start flipping tables and have to take it upon myself to remind everyone everybody around me that Christmas is about Jesus, and three gifts was enough for Jesus, so three gifts should be enough for your kids, and (laughs) if you don't read Luke 2 before you open up your Christmas presents in the morning, then you are not giving your heart to Jesus correctly on his birthday, and if you don't bake a happy birthday cake to (laughs) Jesus and sing happy birthday Jesus before you eat your birthday cake, then you are not properly celebrating his birthday that seriously
0: <laughs>
1: if you uh, couldn't tell I was being incredibly sarcastic what um, you
0: no <laughs> uh, yeah the whole I mean we get this has been going on since I was a kid and probably long before that of the whole groups suing to keep nativity scenes off of public property and whatnot Okay, mm-hmm. hey, big deal they can't keep them off of your property yeah Put it up there. Yeah. Why does it have to be on the courthouse lawn mm-hmm. for it to make a point? Yeah.
1: <laughs> How about instead of throwing a fit about one nativity scene, <coughs> you and all of those who are in agreement with you in your town throwing a fit, put a nativity scene in your yard. Mm-hmm. And that is what? At least, let's hope, at least five nativity scenes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No. The deal is, as long as there are Christians, Christ is going to be in Christmas. Mm-hmm. You can't... Basically, what the complaint comes down to is that people who don't believe in Christ or don't have any real spiritual connection to the holiday aren't allowing us to force them to celebrate Christ. That's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. it's it, We're complaining that people have other worldviews, not so much that they're impeding our rights because they're not. They're just not wanting to be inundated with the religious aspects of the holiday, which is sure is annoying from someone who does want to be inundated with the religious aspects of the holiday, but it's not taking away anything from my personal experience with Christmas.
1: Yeah. We, (laughs) We are complaining that (coughs) non-believers have rights while also complaining that our rights are being taken away from us. We want to take away their rights Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because we want to force them to believe or celebrate something that they just don't believe in for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. But we don't want them to allow us Or take away our our way of celebrating. Mm -hmm. Are you following what I'm saying? Rights, (coughs) human rights, are the freedom of rights, which America is founded on, is 100% necessary as long as it's beneficial to Mm -hmm. us. When it begins to benefit someone else,
0: another (laughs) group of humanity,
1: then absolutely not. How dare they?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When essentially even the Bible says that when we become a Christian... We lose our rights. Mm. Uh, God is now in control of our lives and what we can and cannot do. We're supposed to follow the rule of law. But we are no longer put on a pedestal above other people. Mm -hmm. And we are actually supposed to put people, including and even maybe more so, uh, directly the people that aren't saved. the People that Jesus is here for. Mm -hmm. He's already got you. You don't need a doctor if you ain't sick anymore. Yeah. That's what he said. He's here for the sick. And that would be all those lost people that instead of loving uh, during this time of the Christmas season, we're complaining about Mm -hmm. and griping about Mm -hmm. and yelling at. uh, Yeah. We we need to chill the heck out. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas. Celebrate it the way you want to. With Christ all over it. Mm Mm-hmm. And be a good example for other people. Mm-hmm. If if other if other people who are on the fence about Christianity see us Christians basically fighting a one sided war, we're running out there with our pitchforks, crying that there's a war on Christmas when we're the only ones fighting. Essentially,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> that's not gonna make them wanna let us have any more ground. Yeah. If they see us actually celebrating the savior with everything that the savior represents that might give them pause mm-hmm. that might make them think well I wonder what why this is so special to them mm-hmm. or you know you know what what gives them the the uh the desire to do things this way mm-hmm. or to live this way which should be a good way it shouldn't be a Negative, screaming, fighting back against the attempts to take Christ out of Christmas way. Yeah. Where, just guys. <laughs> we we too often use the guise of righteous anger as an excuse to let us do this kind of junk. Yeah. Um, I read this, uh, gosh, I can't even remember his name now and I'm going to feel terrible for it. Let me see if I can look it up. I read this in a book called, uh, I can't even remember the title of the book. Uh, what was it? What was it? Mo, help me out.
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. There's
0: something about offense, being offended.
1: Oh, oh uh, unoffendable? <coughs> unoffendable. That there was it.
0: Unoffendable. You had uh, to give me more than. Thank you. Yeah, more than just I forgot I what it, it is. I read it in a book. <laughs> uh, unoffendable. Uh, oh, Internet's garbaging out on me now. Oh. Uh, anyway, look it up. Unoffendable. Where he makes the conclusion that us as believers don't really have the right to experience righteous anger. Because the only time we see righteous anger in the Bible where it's beneficial is Jesus. Jesus and God. They have righteous anger because they're perfect and they're sinless. Mm -hmm. The only time that we ever, uh, we ever, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? The only time that we ever make the case that it's okay to have righteous anger is when we compare ourselves to a story that puts us in the place of Jesus. We say, well, Jesus did this. Unoffendable. There
1: are a few, so I didn't know which yeah, one it was it. Brant, that you read. Brant
0: Hansen. Brant Hansen. Thank you. Sorry, Brant. We talked a while ago, and I can't remember your name now. Uh, Brant Hanson. Um, it's a fantastic book, and I need to read it again because uh, there was just too much to pull out of it. But, yeah, his conclusion is is the only way we ever justify being uh, having righteous anger is when we compare ourselves to Jesus or God and put ourselves in His shoes in these stories. And that there's no other Bible story out there, no other righteous anger moment in the Bible where things went correctly, or things were or the the response was good. Because nobody else can handle that kind of righteous anger. Mm-hmm. I, mean, it's a, I mean, I understand of having a, a uh, emotional reaction that is uh, motivated in the correct way. Mm-hmm. You know, this makes me mad because I know it needs to be a different way. Mm-hmm. But the way we handle it, the way we express ourselves is never going to be ultimately perfect. Yeah. Which is the way we would have to handle it so the idea is we need to stop being so offended all the time. We get on to society and political correct culture and all this for being too easily offended all the time. And we are some of the worst people about it. Mm -hmm. We get offended far too easily as a culture, as -hmm. a Christian culture. And Christmas is the time that happens the most uh i we have back row baptist church our facebook group Mm -hmm. which we just try and just be funny just try and be funny all the time someone posted a funny meme where it's the one of the more recent memes of the orange county chopper guys yeah fighting back the dad and the son yelling back at each other and the son throws a chair or whatever and it was a meme about uh trump says we can say merry christmas now and the son's like you could always say Merry Christmas. Obama said we couldn't say Merry Christmas. He never said that. Trump's bringing America back to... Or whatever you all is getting. It's yeah, funny, yeah. very funny thing. And everyone's laughing about it. And then one person says, Obama did kind of say that though. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I had to post a video clip, which was a collage of all the times throughout the eight years... Barack Obama himself has said a Merry Christmas in very public, national TV things, national speeches from the press room, everywhere. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. All, all, all the time he said it. Why would he ever say, you can't say it, I'm going to say it. Right. Y'all can't say it, though. It's offensive. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Eight years, I'm going to say it. Not you.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, but... We're conditioned to think that way for some reason. Of uh, Well, if they don't think like us, they don't live like us, they don't claim to be Christians, uh, they must be trying to take Christian- Christianity out of Christmas, Christ out of Christmas. <sighs> I could go on for 20 more minutes at least. I could go
1: on forever, baby. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Um. obviously i've been watching a lot of christmas movies anyway (laughs) i there's a meme going around and it has become my favorite meme of the christmas season but it's (laughs) santa kind of giving his pondering look you know with the beady eyes where they pierce right into your soul and it says put christ back in christmas how about put Christ back in Christian? (laughs) And I had found that and was saving it, holding on to it until December 1st. And for the first day of the, what most people consider the Christmas season, I posted that on the page Mm -hmm. just as a reminder of, listen, there's going to be a lot of accusations, a lot of feelings, a lot of things getting thrown around. The way that you respond to it speaks more about the character of Jesus than whether or not we're taking up arms against how other people are celebrating his birthday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just felt like, <clears throat> then of course you always have those people that are, well, Jesus flipped tables. Okay. When you were completely sinless as Jesus was, then you can flip a table.
0: Yeah. And another note on that, the only time Jesus ever lashed out, got mad through insults, anything like that was that people who were supposed to be representing the religious culture exactly and representing his father in heaven that were misleading people so i'm kind of thinking
1: wrong. he might be flipping a table over <coughs> this whole war on christmas thing. Right. <laughs> You know, if he's going to flip a table, it's going to be over something like that. Right. Not, Someone
0: on our side. <laughs>
1: yes. Not <laughs> because there is a war on Christmas. Not because of how other people, non-believers, are celebrating, but because of how we as Christians are responding to it. Mm-hmm. Because we are misrepresenting who he is and, and his name and on his birthday. in <laughs> his well, And we all know that it probably wasn't technically his birthday, but whatever. Um <laughs> But the one time Uh, of the year where it is in everybody's face, you mm -hmm. know, for the most part, the rest of the year, non-believers, they don't have to go to church. You know, they don't have to go somewhere. They have the choice whether or not they want to go somewhere that has Christian values. Okay, if they want to give their business to a business who is found on Christian values, if they don't want to go to Chick-fil-A, whatever. (laughs) Throughout the rest of the year, the other 11 months, they pretty much have a way of. Isolating themselves, yeah. if you will, from Christianity poured down their throat. But at Christmas, in songs that they sing, bags that they buy, ornaments that they buy, stores that they go into, they're going to see it. It's mm-hmm. going to be in their face and it's going to be a reminder whether they want to or not. Mm-hmm. And at that time, its I would guess that as a non-believer, that's probably when a lot of those questions are getting tossed around in their head when they begin to wonder and question and and we as christians are misrepresenting what the season truly is about by being up in arms over it
0: mm-hmm.
1: it makes no logical <laughs> sense it does yeah. no good
0: <clears throat> from another angle also we talked about the lauren dago controversy last week yeah about how for some reason christians in america put this linchpin on the homosexuality question as being the most important question you have to answer before you can become a Christian. Right. Is homosexuality a sin? And we had come to the conclusion that, you know, Jesus never even really talked about this. It's in the Bible a lot. Sure. uh, But it's not really ever in the forefront of anything. There's a lot of sins listed. A lot of things that we do wrong every day. Why are we putting so much emphasis on this? Mm -hmm. And that's something that our culture, especially here in America, tends to do. And we do the same thing with Christmas. Christmas is not a holy day. It's not listed in the Bible anywhere. Jesus never told us to remember his birth. This is something that we as human people in this church culture from way back when up till now have put importance on. That Jesus himself and God never did. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, the only thing we're really standing up for here is not keeping Christ in Christmas because Christmas wasn't a thing to Christ. It's keeping our feelings
1: yeah.
0: in Christmas.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like we, we made this holiday up. We want it to be our way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know something that I've had to really um, (coughs) rationalize since becoming an adult, and I'm about to blow some people's minds here. Do it. Do it. No one or nothing controls your feelings (laughs) other than you.
0: Uh, Yep. Word. Word, man. Mic drop. So anyway, that's the that's one of the issues I have with Franklin Graham. He's too sensationalistic when it comes to political and social commentary stuff. Yeah. And it hurts his ministry. Yeah. To the point where there are a lot of Christians who do not take part in very worthwhile ministries like Operation Christmas Child simply because they are run by Franklin Graham's ministry. Yeah. Just chill out, Frankie. Jesus got this.
1: Right? (laughs) He is still on the throne. So we're Uh, cool. I'm sure
0: we've made a few people mad this morning.
1: Well, you know, (sighs) I hope that if we have made you upset, that at the same time, you'll take a step back and you'll listen to the words that we're saying and understand where we're coming from. And
0: And also understand that we were once there. Yeah, we've all been to that point where we were mad about oh, what are I you can't saying? believe they're what are taking you saying a... Xmas. Why are you saying yeah. happy holidays? Yeah, we we get it. We've been there. We've been irrational before.
1: Yeah, but I think I said it yesterday. <coughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. But do some research. Don't get so quickly offended and no. take up arms. We're start... Talking about
0: baby, it's cold outside.
1: Okay, yeah. start fighting a war. <laughs> Do some research first. Find out truly if this is something that you want to be known for. Is, <laughs> is this your legacy? Is this Right? You know, when you die and your family thinks back on you, do they really want to have this memory of every <laughs> Christmas they threw a fit because <laughs> right. non-believers don't believe in Christmas, but they still celebrate it. And
0: <laughs> Kids this year to honor the memory of, our, of your grandfather, we're going to go yell at some people. Right. Who don't like Jesus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: These people have more Santa decorations than they do Jesus decorations. And we're going to let them know that. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly.
1: I think also <laughs> a good tip at the end of the day, kind of put, take a step back, get in your head, visualize how you're behaving, and then visualize Jesus behaving in that same way. And if it doesn't match, if you can't make that picture work, then you probably shouldn't be acting that way. Mm-hmm. You know, see.
0: I got another thought just based on that. That also step back, get in your own head, think about how you are behaving, and think to yourself: If I didn't believe in Christ, would what I am doing right now make me want to believe in Christ? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, truly.
0: It's the name of the game, folks. Saving souls. Yeah. Not saving our precious traditions.
1: Yeah, we're not saving Above Christmas.
0: <laughs> Saying, you ain't hurt, Cameron, you ain't saving Christmas.
1: I mean, truly. I think I've said, I mean, truly, at least a half a dozen times uh, this segment. But truly,
0: man. Truly.
1: I don't know. Um,
0: That's one of your catchphrases.
1: I mean, truly. Yeah. You're going to attract more bees with honey. That's just what it boils down to. What? Gonna, Why are you looking? You're going to
0: attract more bees with honey.
1: Yes. How are you going to get bees to come to you?
0: Bees make honey.
1: And they're going bees. to come to the honeycomb. That's where they commune. That's where they they live. You will attract more bees with the, honey. The, I'm worried the, now that I'm saying that phrase, statement wrong. The phrase
0: is you attract more flies with honey. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> bees can poop honey anytime they want they don't need your honey
1: <laughs> i don't need your judgment you could have let me go on and, well, we so, and it, all of our, our listeners would have been like oh i guess that is the the quote bees and honey yeah it makes sense it's, a, it's like a, a moo point it's a cow's opinion it's moo
0: what do cows drink well Milk. No, they no. don't.
1: <laughs> I know that joke. I can't believe I said it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I I'm so happy right now.
1: I can't
0: He <laughs> said it all
1: <laughs> Authoritatively.
0: Milk No
1: my mind is literally uh, blown at the fact that I said that. You just let it out. <laughs> Topher just tried to get me the other day. With one of Say those. silk. Say silk again. Spell silk. What do you, what is the blah, 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 blah. Okay, what do cows drink? Water. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> 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 Can't get me.
0: <laughs> Crap. Uh, so funny. Well, that was
1: a good way to end the war on Christmas argument. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Are we right. done?
0: I think we have one more segment. Yes, don't we? I
1: know. Are we done with our Christmas? <laughs> Are we Christmas done topic? being
0: angry about things? Yes. Let's
1: go okay. On. So ask us anything. Today's
0: Yay. question. Wh- Sorry, I just burped. <laughs> Today's question. <laughs> bleh, <laughs> mm, <laughs> me.
1: When was the time you immediately regretted something you said?
0: Okay. Again, yesterday I had a perfect story. I have a perfect story for this one, too. This one still haunts me. But it happened in fourth grade. Okay. To this day, when I think about it, I want to crawl in a corner and die.
1: And you're going to share it on the show? I
0: am. It's the first day of fourth grade. We're in line. My teacher, whom I know, because I've been going to this school for several years. It's a very small Catholic school. Mm -hmm. We know all the teachers. They're not nuns. They're people from, they're actual normal people, like a school. (coughs) And she is talking about how she has lost 30 pounds over the summer.
1: No, Matt. And I said, what, really?
0: That's awesome. And what I meant to say was. (laughs) What I meant to say was. Something along the lines of. uh, You look great or I couldn't tell there was a problem before or anything like that. What I said was. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> Everybody in line turned around and looked at me with just a you monster. You sure. And I'm like, "What did I say?" <laughs> That's incredibly rude, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't notice realize it for, like, a couple more minutes still. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said it doesn't look like it, which means I think she's fat. (laughs) So, yeah. I remember that. I immediately regretted it. Well, I guess I regretted it two minutes later. But still. It's close enough.
1: So, this past week, Mila had a similar situation that I think is going to haunt her. Yeah? Yeah. And she got in the car after school and just, like, immediate tears. She was so upset. But... She was talking to a boy about how believing doesn't require seeing, you -hmm. know, basically faith. And she said, you know, just because we we can't see God doesn't mean he's real. And meant to Mm. say doesn't mean he's not real. Mm -hmm. And that little boy ran with it. And he went to the teacher and said, Mila said that God's not real. Oh, and then gosh. started telling all of the kids One in her class on things mila doesn't believe in god people. mila said that god's not real and her little soul was just crushed mm-hmm. she got in the car mom i said this but i i left out a word and that's not what i meant and now people think that i don't think god's real and i know he's real <laughs> so at that point i'm like
0: mm-hmm. what's his name right Kick him
1: in the shin. Tell him to shut up. Show him that God is real.
0: I hated people, kids that did that when I was a kid that just went around. Ha, you said this. I'm going to tell every single person around here. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? Look, you know what he thinks? My goodness. Mm -hmm. He thinks that this and this and this. I'm just sitting there. I'm going to. I'm literally going to rip your face off. Yeah. Say it one more time. The moment I get the chance. Say it one more time. The moment the teacher isn't looking, you are a dead person.
1: Yeah. I told her, I said, (coughs) next time tell him to shut up. And Mila said, no, mom, because then I really will get in trouble. (laughs) But just recently, Chris and I were getting ready to go to bed, laying down, just being, you know, kind of silly, kind of playful. He was being over dramatic. And I said, "Save the drama for your,
0: oh, for yourself, because
1: I ain't got time for it." Oh, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. And oh. I felt like scum in that very mo- moment. I was like, oh, I, "I can't take the words back; they're already out." Oh, how do I save myself? You no. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, for those who aren't regular listeners.
1: His mother passed
0: away a few years ago.
1: Chris's mom passed away two years ago in October. So, yeah, it was save the drama for yourself because I don't have time for it. (laughs) And I just kind of looked at him like, you buying it?
0: (laughs) You know, I didn't mean to say that. I was going that direction.
1: And, of course, thankfully, thankfully, he just laughed. And he's like, really? Really? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm so Sorry. (laughs) Me too.
0: <laughs> Words just come out. I don't think about them. They just come. Especially insults.
1: Yeah. And for some reason, I've done that a couple times in the past few months where it's like a your mama saying, mm-hmm. and I've just said it not even thinking, and I'm like, crap, I've got to stop doing that. That is so insensitive.
0: Uh, that just reminds me of uh, a tweet that I posted recently, which was Abraham and Lot are eating dinner. Lot-made dinner. How does it taste? Tastes good. Could you pass the, uh, pass the what?
1: (laughs) Pepper? (laughs) Are you buying it? (laughs) Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's not nearly Uh, as bad, though. Right after Chris's mom passed away and he went back to work.
0: Oh, didn't somebody say something?
1: They said a your mama joke. Yeah. Where you been? oh you know i was home yeah well i was home with your mama and chris kind of looks at him and everybody else in the room knew Knew and so it just fell silent and the dude's like what it it was a joke i'm just kidding and chris is like dude my mom just died (laughs) and the guy's like no no and chris is like yeah that's where i've been (laughs) Mm instant tears and regret uh, from the guy like you see a military an air force guy in uniform just crying apologizing to his friend i'm so sorry
0: <laughs> why do we do this to each other right in society? your
1: mama joke shouldn't even be a thing <laughs> uh,
0: what was the first your mama joke you ever heard
1: oh probably your mama's so fat something 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 your mama's
0: so fat when she sits around the house she sits around the house oh my gosh (laughs) that was the first one ever
1: (laughs) we all it was either your mama's so fat or your mama's so ugly one of the two i also think your mama's so dumb was one
0: yeah they have a whole bunch of them
1: yeah but i i would always get terribly offended and my kids are the same way they have friends. My
0: mother is not that way. Right? Stop it. You've, <laughs> Stop You've it never right even now. seen my mom.
1: <laughs> oh. How
0: dare you insult someone's mother?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it was a couple years ago that Cannon was like, Mom, some kid on the bus called you fat. And I was like, And at that point, I was in some of my best shape that I had been in. And I was like, has he seen me? And Cannon's like, no, but it just made me feel so bad. I was like, Cannon, do you think I'm fat? No, not at all. Then who cares? I don't care what some (laughs) fourth grader thinks of me. Your mama's so fat. I'm so fat what? I'm so fat I can put you under my foot. That's how fat I am.
0: Have you heard the uh, Yo Mama rap battle of compliments? No. (laughs) No. Stuff like, uh, your mama's so crafty, she built a fully functional smartphone out of glitter and balsa wood. Stuff like your mama's so, uh, your mama's so bright. Your daddy puts her on the side of your house at Christmas. Oh Stuff God. like that, just a really, really funny compliment battle. That is, <laughs> that is funny. <clears throat> your mama's so careful she puts her iphone case in an iphone case case
1: i just really don't think that mama things should be a thing
0: you don't think that your mama things i used to i used to love them when i was a kid but i was a
1: you were a teenage
0: boy yeah i
1: I just really don't think that your mama things should be a thing I i mean why aren't your daddy things a thing your daddy's so bald what i don't know
0: i think they're just not as insulting because men don't care you know maybe you see do a, do a bald joke to me uh yeah i'm bald i get it but see Do a that... fat joke to a slightly overweight woman that's gonna wreck her gonna wreck her day
1: yeah. <coughs> i think i just get it from my mom whereas we're like okay whatever. why can't we
0: love each other can we just calm down and love each other? Can we, we, don't we just need to shut do this, up? Like, do this nonsense. Yeah. All right, we're running way past time. <laughs> Let's go. It's time for Andy Music Tuesday. We got more independent Christian hits coming your way, mixed in with the rest of this hour. Stick around. We'll be back in a little while, and we will close out the show. Welcome back as we're closing out the show for the day here on this Tuesday morning. got the Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Luke 1, 68 and 69. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David.
1: And our thought for the day comes from Bill Crowd. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Our God is the God of the unexpected. A few things could be more unexpected than the King of Heaven being born in a stable.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us this morning. We are here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to cough. <coughs> Ooh. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you or on backrowradio.com, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to (laughs) go.
1: and lastly we're still on our 12 nights of christmas through the 23rd from 5 p.m to 1 a.m eastern we're playing eight hours straight of our favorite christmas music and just like our normal lineup we've got christmas music from christian artists of every genre from 95 to now whether you're hosting a party driving around light looking or wrapping gifts for the big day let us be your holiday soundtrack
0: well what's the final word
1: watch your mouth people
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's it for today's show if you need us we'll be in the back
1: bye